Hey everyone, and welcome to In Between Breaths. This is episode one. I'm Scott. And I'm Alana. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to go deep into family relationships, romantic relationships, friends, and most importantly, the relationship with yourself. We're going to ask questions like, do these relationships and things actually define you? Why are certain relationships unhealthy? What makes a healthy relationship? And we're going to tell our stories as well. And we're going to talk all about, honestly, from personal experience, relationships, breakups, loss, our relationships with ourselves, all our unhealthy habits. And we're going to air all our dirty laundry because, that's right. yeah, because that's what you do when you really want to get down to a healthy anything. You need to talk about things honestly. And that's one of the things that we plan to, to go into here. The honest truth about who we are. And we're going to put that out there for you as scary as that sounds to us. How's that sound? Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So the first question we want to answer for everyone is why are we doing this? Well, um, yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind is, I want to work through the emotions and challenges of my current breakup. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I think about this, I kind of cringe because it's real new. It's real raw. It's real fresh in my mind. I just recently broke up with my partner of 14 years and she actually, um, you know, we've been living together a little bit after the breakup and she actually just left today. So it's super raw and it's fresh in my head and everything that I'm going to be talking about is from my life. And I want to, I want to develop a feeling of value in myself now that the other person in my life is gone. I want to get better at communicating and who I am and what my boundaries are. And I also want to know my cousin better. My cousin and I, uh, we didn't have this strong, cohesive family that was, you know, hung out together all the time. I always hear people that are like, oh, I love hanging out with my brothers. I love hanging out with, you know, my sisters and my cousins and all that. Everyone's great. I don't think we really had that. And we just didn't really know each other very well. And now, um, you know, we're in the unique position of not having a whole lot else to do but really talk on Zoom. So we, we wanted to use this time to just get to know each other a little better. So Alana, why don't you tell everyone why you're doing this? So for me, um, I wanted to look at all my past relationships, not just the most recent one, um, but I wanted to look at why the most recent one ended and look at, look at it within myself and if I'm okay with that. Um, I think that I'm at a point where I'm ready to enter into a new relationship, but I want to make sure that I'm, you know, doing it with both feet on the ground and with my head in the right space. 
Um, I want to look at any, any mistakes that I have made and pull those apart. And I guess I really just don't want to take any unneeded baggage with me into another relationship because obviously you don't get into a new relationship wanting it to be an old relationship. Yeah. So I don't want to go into it making the same mistakes and getting into an unhealthy pattern or anything like that. I just, you know, I want to take this time that we have and take advantage of it and just really get down to the basics and start from scratch. Yeah. And I think that's, I think those are some really good points. I mean, none of us want to repeat the, the mistakes of the past, get into those old patterns. We want to work through them and, you know, achieve new highs in, in communicating and, and, you know, loving someone. I think that's, I think that's a goal that, that all of us strive for, at least I I would hope so. Maybe not all of us, but the people that (laughs) really have good relationships and are willing to do the work and relationships are work. They just are. And anyone who tells you they're not work, either their relationship is not, I think their relationship is probably not real or they're on a TV show, which is awesome for them because (laughs) (laughs) they're, they're probably, they're probably doing well and making tons of money. And, um, but I don't, I don't live on a TV show and um, I know neither is my cousin and probably neither do you. We live in the real world where there's real problems and there's, real obstacles to to go around and um we'd love to really get raw about it and in a few minutes actually in a few seconds we'll we'll probably just start talking about where we came from what we recently went through um i've recently ended a 14-year relationship with my partner and um Quite honestly, I, I thought we were going to be together for the rest of our lives. I thought that this was the love of my life. I thought this was, you know, a relationship where she was willing and I was willing to work out absolutely any problems that we had and, and make it work no matter what obstacle. And it turned out I was wrong. And um, I really want to explore, not necessarily where I went wrong, but I want to explore my feelings around this and maybe even my, my timidness to not be available to be with myself right now, to not really want to be with myself, because I think that's what's happening right now. I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble just being with me. And I'm having a lot of trouble finding value in myself. Um, I have a lot of other things going on in my life that I feel like are contributing to it. Like, um, I don't know if I feel close to anyone in my life. I really, I don't know. This was the closest person in my life. She was my best friend. Um, I mean, I have connections with friends and family, but I... I don't know that I feel super close to anyone to really, to really get into it. I mean, I have some support 
and I'm super grateful for that. But, you know, to really have the support that I did have in my life is it's just gone. It's, it's evaporated. And part of me doesn't feel like I can trust myself without her. Um, I think a lot of my issues and Alana and I talked about this on an earlier call, they started out with um, really early in life where I was thrust into a new school and I there was only a couple guys in the class and I was quite frankly, I was bullied. I was made to feel like I, everything I did was terrible and wrong and I needed to conform and um, you know, I needed to be like everyone else. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that about myself. And it, the whole thing made me hate myself because I felt like the person I was wasn't good enough. And I think that's something that happens in a lot of people's lives where, you know, you develop this sense of, of value on yourself early in life, like you feel valuable if your parents love you at all. And my parents, they did love me. And then I was thrust into a place where people did not value me. And I felt like valuing myself was wrong because the person I was, was wrong. So I think a lot of that has to do with um, uh, why I don't value myself in my life. Um, that's, that's a little, it's a little tough to talk about because just saying that I don't haven't valued myself is it's hurtful because that's all you have. Literally all you have in your life is yourself. Um, so my goal is to, one of my goals is to learn to value myself. Um, another one of my goals is to at some point develop a, another relationship uh, built on honesty, trust, boundaries, and exchange. And I think the big thing that happened today is um, we broke up. Um, we were living together for a while because we were already living together and we needed to figure out where the hell we were going because in this pandemic, it's a little bit hard to find housing. And I also live in Southern California. It's an insanely expensive and it's insanely expensive to live on your own. And uh, it, was, it was hard. So we had to put up with each other being broken up and living in the same space. And now she's gone. And I truly have to face the fact that, um, that I am now alone with myself. And the worst part about it is I didn't hate her. I didn't, I didn't want to I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to hate her. I didn't have anything to hate her for just because she wanted a different life. Um, you know, she was, and still is a really good friend to me. And I truly still trust her and value her input in my life. However, she's gone now. And it feels lonely and, um, and I need to fill that, that hole inside of me with 
value for myself and compassion and, and love for myself because that's the way I truly feel that I'm going to move on. Um, I don't know what the right answer is. I hope that this podcast and, you know, talking about it more openly will help me come to some answers for myself because I know everyone's different. Everyone is very different as to how they come to terms with how they value themselves and what they love about themselves. But um, I think one thing that I really want to mention is that I, by nature, am a people pleaser. And like many people pleasers, we find value in others, in, help, in helping others achieve their dreams, helping others with their day, helping others do this and that. And we forget that we are people too, and that we have likes, and that we have dislikes, and that we are, that we are people, that we are people that, that need to be seen. And I've stopped seeing myself for a long time. And I've stopped, um, I've stopped figuring out who I am. Uh, part of this is my journey in learning to figure out who I am and not feel so upset and abandoned and alone because I have myself. And that's, that's a lot, that's a lot to have. And uh, I'm hoping to, uh, I'm hoping to figure out what that really means. So, so tell me how, how did that feel? Uh, just admitting that those feelings, especially as a guy, um, it felt fucking scary. Mm -hmm. And um, for, for me, it looked like you were having a physical reaction to the words that were coming out of your mouth. Like you, you, it was painful for you to say those things, to acknowledge those things and to hear yourself say those things. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a physical reaction. In fact, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still shaking a little bit. I mean, I hate to really start off this podcast with me just, you know, having, having a moment, having an emotional reaction, but I guess this is what this podcast is all about. It's about being absolutely honest that we are, we are humans and we have emotions and mm -hmm. those emotions mean something. And, um, yeah, it's still, I still feel it really deeply and I want to, um, I want to take this time to congratulate myself for even showing up because, um, I was, I was on a call with some people this morning talking about it and someone asked me, how the hell are you here right now? Mm. <laughs> I would be curled up in a ball and, and, um, and just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe crying, or I don't remember what he said, but I, I, I'm, I'm actually physically shaking right now, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, this is something I want to be present for. This is something I want to feel um, because these emotions are not something I felt I wanted to feel in my life. I wanted to distract and I wanted to um, get rid of them and just move on and just never face them. And I don't want to do that this time. 
I want to, I want to really, I want to, I want to, I want to be curious about them and I want to find out what they mean. Awesome. That's awesome that you showed up for yourself today. And I think you doing that for yourself just a little bit every day is going to make a huge difference in your day to day, you know, going on. And like I'm you. in awe right now of, you know, your honesty. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for showing up and listening to me and being a part of this. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I want to distract right now. I want you to just tell a joke so I can laugh and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> just be like this, this is, uh, this is too heavy of a moment. Let's, uh, right. let's lighten it up a little bit. But, some, um, some levity. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, I think there's true value and really, sitting there with the emotions, even though it's painful and it hurts. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be my, um, that's going to be my thing for this. I'm going to, I'm going to sit with all of those emotions and I'm going to let whatever happens come up. Mm -hmm. Is that okay yeah, you with you? Or are you going to, are you going to run off and be like, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, would love to do the same thing. I mean, you have to feel them at some point because the, they're there and they're always going to be there. So it's, if you acknowledge them and come to terms with them and send them off, then in whichever way, you know, that you need to, whichever way is going to work for you, for everybody, it's different. But mm -hmm. that's the only way that you're going to get on the other side of this. That's the only way that this, this feeling right now that is so painful is going to no longer be physically painful to you. It's no longer going to be the, that emptiness in your, in your chest or that pit in your stomach. Wow. You're like, you're bringing me back to an ayahuasca moment where <laughs> I, maybe, maybe I won't go into that right now. Maybe that's for another <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, definitely making me think of my shaman sitting there by my bed and, and telling me very similar things. I wonder if he, he was preparing me for this. <laughs> hey, you never know. Not that I'm endorsing ayahuasca, <laughs> but it does happen. And people do it, it happens. So we're going to be honest about that. That's, and, that's right. Crazy things not, have happened. I'm not saying that I did it. <laughs> Did I say my shaman? I mean, someone, my friend, my friend. Yes, yes. In case, in, in <laughs> case uh, any authorities are listening. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So first of all, I want to thank you for sharing with me and being so honest about how you're feeling, but I just have a, you know, some questions about what led you to this point, what led you to make the decision to end this role, this relationship, you know, was it one thing that happened and was it, you know, something that she was doing that you know, you couldn't deal with, you know, what, 
try and help me to understand what the decision to end your relationship looked like? Um, well, it definitely wasn't just one thing. And um, I wish it could, I could say it was my decision um, because then at least I would have some control over the process um, to be absolutely honest. Um, you know, and sure, there might've been some signs that were coming, but um, to be honest, it completely blindsided me because I felt like we could have worked pretty much every, anything out. I mean, we were both at a point when we were working on ourselves, when we were really like getting to a point where we're trying to figure out who we are as people, you know, we were, we were meditating more, we were introspecting more, we were, you know, going to a lot of, um, um, we were going to uh, uh, different workshops and stuff on, you know, becoming, basically becoming better people. And um, yeah, I, I felt like I was at a point in my life where I was like, wow, you know, I'm really, you know, getting through issues with my emotions and I'm learning who I am and coronavirus hit. And, you know, I was working this nine to five job. Well, well, it was seven to four, but whatever details. <laughs> Close enough. And, um, you know, suddenly I was home all the time and we were together all the time. And we were in this, this, our house that we had together and um we she wanted to sell it and the house was my dream i wanted to live by the beach and have a house by the beach it was a condo but again semantics um you know there were other things going on you know the the place wasn't perfect by by any means mm -hmm. there were lots of lots of issues and finally you know, she convinced me to sell it um, in the height of coronavirus. And we moved into a small apartment. And long story short, one day she comes up to me and she says, you know, I'm, I'm really having a hard time telling you this. And I want you to not get mad if you can help it, because I really want to be able to say this. And she told me um, she wanted to move out and move to Tahoe. And this is something we were planning, you know, all along, we were planning to move to Tahoe together and we failed right. several times. And I guess I, I gave up a little bit and she still wanted to go. And, um, you know, I know that's not the only reason because I offered to go with her and she did not seem receptive to that one bit. And mm -hmm. I offered to some way work this out and see if there's anything that I could do to work this out. And there, it was pretty much a resounding no to work anything out or discuss mm -hmm. any of it almost at all. And to be quite honest, I felt, I felt trapped and muffled and repressed because it was just like, I don't want to hear anything you have to say about this relationship and what it means to you and what you want anymore. Um, she didn't say that, but you know, she did not want to hear me and, right. and it felt 
I, I, there, I had, I had literally no control over the situation at all. Not that I needed control necessarily, but there was nothing I could do to convince the person that I love that I still want to be in this relationship. Like it was so final and over. So you weren't feeling heard by her at all. No, no. I mean, there was, there was, there was no room for me to express really anything at that point. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like, accept that this is how it is sort of like, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really know a comparison right now, but you know, maybe if a cop pulls you over and gives you a ticket that, you know, he's already written the ticket. There's no arguing with it. You got it. That's it. Now you just said that that house by the beach was your dream. Now, if let's just say hypothetically you had moved to Tahoe, would you have been doing that because that's what she wanted to do? Or was that really something that you wanted to do? Like, I'm trying to get an idea of like, you know, you had mentioned that you're a people pleaser. Like, were you doing that because, you know, that's what your partner wanted. And sometimes, in, you know, being in a relationship means compromise. Or is it something that you really wanted to do? Well, um, I mean, I love Tahoe. Tahoe's this really cool place. Um, I think I wanted to move there for her and a little bit for me. However, the, the me wanting to move there was really engulfed by a lot of fear, fear of having to give up my dream of this house by the beach Um, you know, what am I going to do for work? Tahoe is fairly isolated and, you know, I don't, I don't have a remote job and, you know, we had this travel blog together, but I never felt like she truly wanted me to be a part of it. Um, I felt that for the past year, she was scared because travel had grinded to a halt to Mm -hmm. have me, you know, work on that with her. So yeah, there was a lot of fear of me, us buying a house in Tahoe and, and working. I mean, there are other things involved. That's not the whole story for sure. I don't want to make it seem like it is, but yeah. Um, there were definitely parts of me that were like, yeah, I want to do this to, to please her. And you know what? A part of me was like, this would be a cool adventure that I get to talk about in my life and who knows what the hell will happen. And then the biggest part of me was like, I don't want to fucking do this because I'm so scared right now. And I can't let go of the part that's fearful right now. Were you completely surprised by her making that declaration and ending the relationship? Or did you feel like, was there some sort of a disconnect there? Or were you guys like, when you woke up that morning, it was just like any other day and nothing's wrong? Well, I mean, I definitely felt her pulling away. Um, maybe the couple weeks before I didn't really know what was going on, um, at the time, but I, you know, looking back on it, I, I, I remember reaching over to her or inviting her to 
I said, I found this great place by the beach. We should go and, you know, watch the sunset. It would be great. And, she, you know, she would, she just said no. And I, I was kind of, I didn't know what was going on at that point. But, mm-hmm. you know, when, when she said it to me, I mean, I, I just thought at the time, those things, she was just kind of going through something and she needed her space. And, right. you know, when she said it to me, I, I, I couldn't believe that after, after 14 years of being together, she was just willing to just be like, this is, this is it. So yeah, it caught me by surprise. It was not what I thought I was going to wake up to that, that day. And it was, uh, I I felt like I was in shock at least for, at least for a few weeks and maybe even more. I'm still a little bit in shock. Right. Well, I mean, this was a, you were with her for a very long time. So it would be abnormal if you were just totally over it at this point. Man, I would love to be abnormal right now. I would love to be the (laughs) abnormal person that's like, good, I'm done. I'm going to move on. Yeah, but that sounds great. Of course it does, but. What is that cliche or that saying that, you know, you don't appreciate the sunshine without the rain, Mm. you know? So if you don't feel these feelings, then can you really appreciate like when you're truly happy and, you know, I don't know, but it, it sure feels like, it sure feels like that I want some sunshine in my life right now. Like, like fuck the rain. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want any more rain. It's been raining for too long. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm laying on the ground and being kicked over and over again with, uh, <laughs> with, um, with just, you know, no empathy so right. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, but I get it. I get it. I mean, this is something I have to go through and I remind myself every day that this is something I have to feel and this is something I have to deal with. And this is something that is going to be good for me in the long run, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel that way right now. It feels like, isn't it enough? Haven't I, haven't I been through enough? Mm-hmm. Well, you do know that the sun will shine again, you know, each day, it doesn't seem like it right now, but each day gets easier, you know, and little by little, you're going to be thinking about her less. And it's not your, your chest isn't going to feel as heavy. Your head isn't going to be as cloudy and it's going to get easier until you realize wow I haven't thought about that in you know in two days or you know something something like that but unfortunately if you don't feel this now and just say fuck it it's gonna come and drop down on you like a ton of bricks at another point yeah I, I get that. And I don't want to be feeling this for, you know, years and years and years. And which, you won't, you won't. 
I know, I know. I just, I just, um, I've been through times in my life where, you know, something happened and I've been feeling it for years and years and years because I didn't deal with it at the time. And I don't want to make that mistake right now. Like I want to be, I want to be into it and I want to be, I want to be able to deal with it and see it for what it really is so that I am a whole person again. Um, And I want to mention that I was, I was just crying a little bit. So um. that's okay. (laughs) That's good. They, they can't, they can't, they can't see me on (laughs) this podcast. So, um, and I, I, uh, I forgot my point. So if you have, if you have any other questions, lay them on Um, me. Just, I guess, kind of a general question about your relationship. Do you feel like you had to compromise a lot? Like, do you feel like you did more work? You know, that's, that's a really good question. Um, um, If anything, right now, I feel like I didn't do enough. Maybe I'm in the the blame stage or what, what could I have done better? Um, right. You know, I feel like, wow, there are so many things that I could have done better that I could have, you know, helped things, her through had I had, like, had I had known. Like what, like what, like things that she was dealing with, you mean, or like, what do you feel that you, where do you feel that you weren't enough? I feel like, I feel like I let fear, you know, be my guide in the driver's seat. Yeah. I felt like fear was, was guiding me through our lives rather than like, what do we want to do with our lives together? What is, what is our goal in life? What fear of what though? Fear of losing her feel of doing the fear of doing something wrong. Like what were you so afraid of? The fear of not having enough money of not having a job of not being able to support us. I mean, I, as, as a man, it's important to me to be able to take care of people in my life, um, to be able to support myself. I mean, that's a big thing for, for me in my life to be able to support myself. It's, you know, I, I grew up in a way that I needed to be there for myself because there weren't a lot of other people there for me. And right now, and even in all the way through my relationship, I was like, if I can't, if I can't support myself and the person that I'm with, then I am nothing. And that fear, that fear, that fear put me, stopped me from achieving the things that probably I wanted to achieve in life. I, I clung to safety too many times. I didn't, I didn't go out there and, and take risks at my, at my job and, you know, getting other jobs. I didn't, I didn't do that. So same thing with moving to Tahoe. I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to take that risk because I was afraid. What would it be like if I lived in that isolated area and couldn't find work or couldn't find a way to support myself? I was, I was scared. Right. Well, I mean, and that's, 
it's that's not an irrational fear you know um so she was aware of that fear she didn't do anything to help dissipate that or to help you realize that like you are enough you know the relationship that you had the love that you shared was enough you know i mean i i i think she tried i think she tried to do that and um you know it was uh we had we had one person with a job and uh, you know we had savings and um you know i i honestly think we could have done it and you know she i i she had her travel blog which was which was failing and you know it kind of made me feel like you know that was that that was not enough for us and are we making a smart decision and yeah that's 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 how i felt that's why i gave up on on the dream and well that's not fair that it was put all on your shoulders you know like it does i don't i mean i'm by no means a feminist at all but You know, there's no reason why the the financial responsibilities can't be shared, you know, especially when you were being hurt by this fact. Like it was, I assume, stressful for you in that state of fear and be constantly worried about that. And then to also not be able to go after things that maybe you would have wanted to, whether it be a job or anything else because of this fear. I just, I think it comes down to, you know, was, you know, what was more important in my life? Was it more important for me to be safe or for me to be like, you know what, we'll figure it out together and we'll do what it takes to, you know, make our dream happen. And right. I don't, I don't know that I was able to do that at the time. And I was afraid. And for okay. me, that's, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's why at least contributed to why things ended. Well, I mean, it's really powerful that you can own the fact that you were scared and, you know, declare that because I think the fact that you're so aware of that issue and, you know, everything else that you're feeling that you will be able to grow from this point. You will be able to dig yourself out of this hypothetical hole that you feel that you're in right now, you know, get yourself up off the ground, you know, and you won't be, being beaten down anymore because there's strength in in admitting the issue you know and you're reaching out for help you know you're talking about it you're doing things to help yourself and that's just I mean 
the, the best thing that you can do really, you know, you're owning this and you right now you're fighting for you, which is awesome because, you know, you are worth it. Do you want to end there? This sure. segment? Yeah. How do I stop recording?